Hi, this is Kyle Aber, the voice of Kiba on Naruto, Aizen on Bleach, the narrator on Dragon Ball Z, Kamina on Gurren Lagann, and soon Ryu on Street Fighter IV. And I implore you to show me your news! Show me your news! And now, coming through your speakers and into your ears, it's the gaming podcast that you all know and love. With hosts Yoko and Samurai Panda, it's... Welcome to Show Me Your News. We are a competitive Super Smash Brothers brawl podcast, and yeah, we throw in a little bit of video games on the side. We want to welcome all our listeners from MLG on MLGPro.com. We have a uh, fan site that you, if you want to find out more about Show Me Your News, you go to smyn.smashnexus.net, and you'll find out all that you want to about Show Me Your News. And we're really glad to be on Major League Gaming and hopefully back on iTunes. If you've been a faithful iTunes listener, well, we're glad that you've stuck it out with us, and we've gone through a lot. And today we've got a Smash Backroom podcast. And what the Smash Backroom is, for those of you who are new to the Smash Bros. scene, if you will, that basically the collective mind behind the competitive community, deciding rule sets and the like for the competitive scene. So today we're going to be discussing the infinites and chain grabs and the like that exist in Super Smash Brothers Brawl. And I'm going to welcome my co-host for Show Me Your News. This is Samurai Panda. Welcome. Well, thank you, Yoko. Um, it's been a while since the last SPR podcast, and I was looking forward to this, um, especially with the, the two guests that we have tonight. Mm-hmm. Why don't you go introduce them? All right. Uh, the first one is an SBR member by the name of Hyland. Say hi. Hey. <laughs> That's all you got. Come on, come on. Give, give us more than that. Tell us a bit about yourself. All right. I'm Hylian. I've been playing Smash for a while since 2003 competitively. I got a uh, pretty good in Brawl when it first came out. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> All right, and then I guess uh, our second guest for the night is a character, to say the least. Um, his name is Slick. That's right. That's me. I'm Slick, and I'm probably the best Bowser in the United States, and I will fight everyone who disagrees. Vex Kastrani says hi. Who says hi? Vex Kastrani. Oh, that guy. That guy doesn't even play Bowser. He plays other characters. He just happens to play Bowser occasionally. <laughs> Take that, Vex. Actually, yeah, Vex is really good. I should probably not smash talk him. Smash talk him? <laughs> I smash guess that's talk. relevant since this is smash talk. <laughs> eh. 
Yeah, well, we've been on a little bit of a break from the new year. We you know, wish you a happy new year as well, since the last episode was actually before the new year. But anyway, we've kind of been having some problems with this year's podcast. Um, a lot of things have gone wrong this evening, and we're live on stickham.com slash SMYN. So thank you, all the faithful listeners listening live. Um, but yeah, we got to get going and hope that nothing goes wrong. So we're going to start talking about infinites. Um, you know, the first idea is, you know, People, you know, hear about the infinite chain grabs, they see the impressive displays of the chain grabs and all that, but how do you actually execute? And, you know, the two main characters that, you know, have, you know, these these game-changing chain grabs, if you will, are the Ice Climbers and King DDD. There are other, you know, infinites that are, you know, debatable and whatnot, but these are the two that are game-breaking. And for let's start, start talking about the Ice Climbers. And Hylian here knows so much about the Ice Climbers, so... Talk about, you know, how to execute their chain grab, what, you know, consists of it, the different variations. Take it away. Okay. Well, they have, first off, Ice Climbers have various mini chain grabs on different characters. So I guess I'll go over most of them. Uh, the most common and easiest chain grab to do is down throw fair. And you just grab someone with Popo, or your main climber, and down throw and make Nana short hop and do a forward air. And it'll spike them on the ground, and you can grab them before 30% on most characters. On a few, like day-to-day, -day, you can do it to like 3. And uh, you can keep doing this after this percent. And if your opponent does not attack, you can ice block, and it'll force uh, get up. And that'll work, but they can just tech out, so it's not really reliable. And so that's that's the uh, main easiest chain grab that pretty much anyone can do. And uh, their alt grabbing is what a lot of people is what they're pretty famous for. And that's just throwing or grabbing someone. And unlike in melee, you can control Nana in this game and have her choose which direction to throw and melee she just threw a random direction so you can actually throw someone to Nana and catch them with like forward down or back throw and those to perform that it, the timing's really strict there's usually like a depending on how big the character is like one to five frame window on how fast you have to grab after you throw them and throw on those you'd have forward throw Alternating throws, down throw, back throw, and I don't really know how to explain how you would do them. You just throw them to the other climber and grab them before they leave your range. Mm -hmm. And then you have hobbling, which is using footstools after throws. So, like on heavy characters, you can grab them and then back throw. And just like mash X for Nana to jump, and she'll like auto footstool them, and you can force they get up and they can't tech. So it works. And you can also forward throw footstool into forward air. There's a ton of things you can do with footstool. There's some videos you could watch. Just search YouTube for ice climbers. Hmm. And I think that's. It's most of their chain grabs. 
don't think I'm forgetting any. Quite the impressive arsenal indeed. Um, if you can always go to smashboards.com to you know check out the Ice Climbers character boards if you have any questions. Um, Slick or Panda, you have anything else to add regarding you know what the Ice Climbers are capable of? Well, I mean, I, I do want to kind of translate this, uh, what chain grabs really are. Th this means that when your opponent plays Ice Climbers and uh, they know how to do it, one grab is death. Quite literally, you get grabbed once and you lose a, a whole stock. You know, one one of your uh, one of your lives, I guess you can say. Um, and that that obviously causes some controversy, which is the reason that we're we're doing this podcast. Um, and it it is rather silly when you don't know when you've never played against an ice climbers before and you just lose like that. Um, and I, I do actually want to kind of point out that uh, that Hyling here, uh, this guy made the ice climbers. Like like he started from the very beginning, made the chain grabs, and and really was the best ice climbers for for such a long time. And uh, did he did he drop them, Hylian, or do, do I actually? They're my secondary currently, so I still play them not as much as I play Game and Watch though. Really? How come? It's because they have so many bad matchups that it's really they're bad on a lot of stages and matchups, and it's really frustrating sometimes. Just where Game and Watch is easy. <laughs> Yeah. Well, uh, I guess we can talk about that later, about bad matchups and why they're bad, um, and why they, like, why I guess that, that may or may not be a reason to ban them. But, um, yeah, what about you, Slick? Well, the only thing I was going to mention is that um, the, the Ice Climbers don't even have to necessarily chain grab you to kill you. Like, um, if they, they can chain you to the edge and then just fair spike you, and if your character doesn't have a decent enough recovery, you die. That's the thing that makes me sad the most, pretty much. Well, actually, um, if you don't know this, you can smash the smash eye. Smash the eye, right. Yeah, you can smash the eye. Actually, I've tried that, and it's never worked. Oh, well, you can't if they just NT spike, which is something I found, which is called a no-throw spike. You don't have to throw them to spike them. You can just chain grab to the edge, and then while you're holding them, have Nana jump and spike them. They and can't can deny the stage. You can, yeah, to hit the edge, but you won't land on the stage. You will yeah, whereas if they were to down throw fair, you could DI and not be spiked at all. Um, you, I've you done, could, I've actually smashed DI that against lane several times. Usually really? DK, it's really easy. Mm -hmm. I can do it consistently against him. Where he's, did he chain up you all the way off to where your yes. climber is like and he didn't throw off. He did the He did the holding on thing and spiked while, while Popo was holding. I've this never seen possible. someone land on the stage from that. I figured at um, least, like, even if you don't land on the stage, you'd be able to the jump tech it. Yeah, you can tech. So, I mean, you'd still be able to make it back, but, before, like, for the most part, I was just like, that happened to me once, and I was like, oh, well, crap. <laughs> yeah. So I, was pretty, I was pretty downtrodden at that point during that match. The silliest thing about the Ice Climbers chain grab, to me at least, is, is when they grab you at high percent or not. Um, one uh, Ice Climber can grab you while the other charges an up smash. And then the other one throws you into that up smash, and then you die at the top because you just got hit by a fully charged up smash. And that's usually how ice climbers I've seen uh, end um, a lot of chain grabs is by doing that. And mm -hmm. it's it's just ridiculous. Like that's yeah, that, that's the one thing that annoys me. That kills yeah, Bowser at 100 damage, and he's like third heaviest in the game, oh right? My gosh. Yeah, it's pretty. Like I'm at 100, I get up smashed, and then I'm dead, and I'm like sad face. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty. That's definitely the most efficient way to. Kill someone at the safest. 
but I'll, I'll tell you why. One of the most interesting things uh, that I've seen, because Lane, I, I'm I'm going to be saying his name quite often in the podcast. I might as well uh, give him a little introduction here. Lane is one of the best ice climbers in the country right now, um, and he is extremely good. He he really is. I can meet him consistently because I play uh, an ice climber's counter snake, um, and but still, like like he does so many silly things, and I've seen so many different tricks and like little nuances to their game, um, and. He does this thing sometimes where he'll charge a forward smash backwards and throw you into it so you don't know which way to DI. And it'll either send you the way that he's charging or the opposite direction. And you don't know. It's the, yeah, it's he's going to turn around right as you're yeah. throwing uh, it. That, that's kind of annoying, but... <laughs> yeah, that's... That's pretty tricky. I've never been a fan of doing that just because I find it more consistent to kill off the top because they'll always die instead of trying to get them at a lower percent. Yeah, that's... I mean, here's the thing. I see so many different people making up chain grabs for the ice climbers and these new chain grabs and these flashy chain grabs and it's like, why? You just need one. just need one. That's it. Well, it is easier depending on their weight, like heavy characters... Like, back throw a footstool is really easy, but you can't do it to lighter characters. Or you can, but it's really hard. So, you could have, like, three different chain grabs for different weights. But I, some of the incredibly fancy ones are just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Well, if we keep talking the Ice Climbers up and, you know, why they're so good, what are some of the reasons, then, that, you know... They haven't been consideration, uh, considered for, like, a banned character or something like that. You know, why... Are the ice climbers still, you know, viable in tournaments and allowed in tournaments? Really. Well, one thing that really stands out is tournament placings. There are really, it might even if it's because chain grabs are hard, whatever. There's only very few ice climbers who place in tournaments. Wayne does well, and Ross does well. I used to do well. Uh, <laughs> Meep, I think, does pretty good on the East Coast, and that's like it. There's not many ice climbers placing anywhere. And that is because they do have very, or they have several really bad matchups. They have a lot of bad stages. And you can beat the chain grabs. You can dismantle and prevent them from chain grabbing you by killing Nena. And right. once you, once you uh, figure this out and focus on that, ice climbers are a lot easier to beat. That's very true. Right. <clears throat> All you really need to do is, at any point, have Nana not be close to Popo, and then the chain right. grabs effectively stopped, which is pretty easy for certain characters, and even maybe even for like Bowser per se. Because like, if I come in with an over B, if I hit one of you, like I've already pretty much sent one of you somewhere where you both aren't together, and so I pretty much stopped it there. So, yeah. and then doesn't Nana also have like a sort of delay between putting her shield up? From a six, frames. You, yeah. six frames. Yeah, so, six So technically, you they can't power shield. If, if Popo, um, like uh, if Popo ends up uh, power shielding, then Nana's probably getting hit. Which is actually Correct. what I do with DK a lot. I, I just forward smash their shield when they're running at me, and then you know Popo power shields, but Nana just died off top. Right. Hmm. Plus, DK can down B to stop the ice climbers chain grab. Yeah. Yeah. But they'll, they'll just ice block you and then run in when you're like, oh shit. Right. 
<laughs> their grab range is absolutely horrible. Right. Like, the only really yeah, good, yeah. like, yeah. but yeah, what are worst. some good setups for a grab talent or Highland? Because uh, I know that like when I played lane, he would use a lot of Blizzard. You but, the best? They actually have no setups for grabs really? that work. If you get Blizzarded, just tap up like repeatedly, and you will always jump out. Like they can't grab you out of Blizzard. You can just di up, and you'll always be able to jump, and you won't land on the ground. A lot of people get grabbed from distinct blizzards because they won't DI and you just run forward with Popo while Nana's blizzarding and grab them but if you just like hold up or like towards the climbers and up then you can just jump out the only actual setup they have is disinking an ice block and running after it and grabbing but that only works if you just sit there and let them grab you <laughs> hit you with that <laughs> so. yeah so uh, let's just explain real quick uh, what desyncing is uh, if you could highly of course, desyncing is, uh, since they have a delay, like a six frame delay, you can do something like, say, a pivot, and, uh, like, say, I pivot an ice block with Popo. That stuff, like, that makes them, Nana doesn't do that, like, she dashes instead. So while you're, okay, desyncing is inputting commands for one climber, while the other climber is doing something else. So you can make them do different things at the same time. It's almost like fighting two different characters. It's, right. it's silly sometimes. So, like, for alternating blizzards, you would just, like, pivot an ice block and then jump down B, jump down B, while one climber is using blizzard. Because if they're doing something and you input a command, like, they won't do anything, but the other climber will. Now, for the, you know, like, if they're, you know, being considered for ban or whatever, is it also difficult to, uh, you know, activate and, you know, continue the chain grab too. It's, uh, like, a point where you would die. Is like, the difficulty of the input another reason why um, the Ice Climbers aren't, shouldn't really be considered for a ban? That's a hard one, because when you yeah. think about it, you shouldn't really consider difficulty for something being a factor, because mm -hmm. uh, people will get good at it. They will master it. Like, this happens in any game, unless it's almost impossible physically. Like, people will master it. Like, you see insane stuff in Melee. But, uh, it is probably the hardest necessary thing to do in Brawl. Or, I would say it's definitely the hardest necessary thing to do in Brawl, if you were to play that character. And that's just because, the only reason that is, is because the timing changes for every character. And when you're in a tournament setting, it's really hard to know all those chain grabs when your character is changing every single match so it's, it can just be hard to get consistently but it has been like I can do it consistently in almost any character I know like Lane can we yeah. can do it so it's not impossible by any means like a, a lot of people do um, usually when they play against the Ice Climbers they they say oh we want to ban them now you know because it it really is silly when you uh, when you don't know the matchup and stuff but honestly they they can be beaten rather easily yeah. with a lot right, of like yeah. strategies and I, I've never ever in my life seen so many games run time and it, it, brawl we have an eight minute timer and you know, Lane comes over to my place all the time to play friendlies and stuff, and when people come uh, to play with him and he plays Ice Climbers, I sit there, watching them play a friendly game, and run the timer. 
That's ridiculous. I know how that feels. (laughs) (laughs) But it happens every time. Like, I've, like, uh, it's amazing when I see a game not run the timer against Ice Climbers. Yeah. Uh, I think a lot of characters, like, I don't believe Meta Knight is very good at camping Ice Climbers, which is why some a lot of my knights lose to some climbers, like Plank losing to Flamanita. He just tried to camp him the entire time. Ice Climbers are actually really good damage builders. Their up air is really good. Their blizzard deals a lot of damage. And, like, the longer you leave them there, the more chances they have to grab you. I really think you should focus on killing and separating Nana and Popo because they just can't <laughs> do anything. Right. I don't really think the Ice Climbers... I never, at no point, even when I lost the lane, did I think the Ice Climbers should be banned because they're infinite. Because the Ice Climbers do not have, as you said, any throw setups, and their grab range is pretty awful. And without the infinite, they're really bad anyways. And you yeah. can pretty much... And if you just... All you have to do is disable their infinite, and then their their game's pretty awful. And it's really not that hard to disable it, even with characters who aren't very good. Like yeah. Bowser. Like, if I played lane... Lane's Ice Climbers, I'm fairly certain that I could beat him or at least make it very close. And Bowser is not a very strong character. So. Yeah, well, you know, talking about banning Ice Climbers, they have done something close. They've banned the Ice Climbers chain grab past, <laughs> what is it, like, B? Three or five. We're at Houston. I went to yeah. a tournament and I won. Which was pretty nice. But uh, I used Ice Climbers in the Grand Finals. I only used them five matches the whole tournament against Cephalon Falco. And uh, we don't know. Ice Climbers do pretty good. And they, Tio just freaked out because like, no one had ever seen this before. <laughs> and I just like busted out Ice Climbers and like raped him. And uh, so he like began this huge argument and he. And infinite fast three alternate grab. So what I did, that doesn't work. You can't do that. Right. I can still zero to death them. And now, like he said, it counts as one one throw when you throw from like Popo to Nana. And when Nana throws back, that's two. I'm like, okay. So I throw to Nana, I throw to Popo, and then I footstool. <laughs> and I grab them, and again I'm footstooling them, and then I'm shooting them with the ice block, which is using two attacks. And then grabbing them again, yeah. so I can still zero to death. I can do this with like a one grab on it. Like you, it's really hard to restrict them because they can do so many things. And I even showed him this, and he said, "Yeah, that's legal." <laughs> it's it seems hard. <laughs> kind of put his foot in his mouth. Though. I was like, "Then why don't you just un unban the grab limit?" And he's like, "No." It <laughs> <laughs> seems seems kind of arbitrary to choose. Like you can't really enforce only do three grabs to moves. That's like, that's sort of a very, very weird, arbitrary way to try to enforce a rule that doesn't really even need to be enforced in the first place. Yeah, Especially when there's point. really easy ways to get around it by simply alternating the different chain grab styles. Yeah, he has five. He has it to five right now, which is funny because Ice Climbers have this chain grab where they buffer their forward throw and grab you before you leave their uh, grab range. And it is fast. Like, you cannot count the grabs. <laughs> so I would like to see someone stand behind me while I'm doing that and count how many grabs I'm doing. Because I Didn't don't you think make, they could uh, actually make it some bet. Um, what? What was that bet that, that you, made? Bet you made? Oh, uh, 
at COT4 and betting people, I'm going to turn around and not look at the screen and play them with ice climbers. And like, I can see what character they are, and they have to let me grab them once, each of their socks. And it's like a money match like that, and if I mess up my grab, whatever, they can kill me, I'll have to fight not looking at the screen. And I'm pretty sure I'm going to get a lot of money from that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that's just silly. Yeah. Are they, like, are they allowed to try to grab breakout? Yeah, they can mash as fast as they want. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't sure if that was like a plausible thing to do or... No. Oh, it, no, it, just... it used to be. Yeah. I can even use buffer now, and they can't break out. Yeah, but we can talk about how to escape the chain grabs later. Do we have anything else on uh, Ice Climbers before we move to the other character that is the center of discussion on these infinites? <laughs> it's not been worthy <laughs> by any stretch of the imagination, or even remotely right. broken. Yeah. When you start seeing Ice Climber players dominating tournaments, like, three, like, I can't even imagine, like, that isn't even in the realm of possibility for me to see Ice Climber players doing that well. Because no one wants to put in that much time to a character. And it's just not broken at all. There's no reason to limit. You can't limit it. And there's like no reason to ban it. So. Um, I mean, Wobbles, I guess, in, in Melee. Um, Ice Climbers in Melee had something similar. Um, which okay. was an infinite grab. Um, and that was under a lot of um, controversy as well. Back then. And that actually did get banned in a lot of places, and then uh, it technically got unbanned, but even nowadays, I hear that there are some places that still ban it. And, um, it, it's kind of silly, honestly, that, that you know, this would even happen, because Ice Climbers, had, there are legitimate and and quite simple ways of, uh, of fighting chain grabs. I guess the, the thing you'll hear most often is, don't get grabbed. You know, it sounds simple and sounds kind of stupid, but that's it. You know, you just have to play extremely careful. I mean, if you really don't want to get close to them, then stay on top of the platform. What are they going to do? They can't grab you. Yeah, they'll, yeah. they'll upper you all day, but still. And I think, I, I, think I should mention that the mm -hmm. don't get grabbed really applies way more to melee just because of the gameplay mechanics. Yeah, yeah because well, I know we're going to go into other areas... I can debate this all day, Samurai Manta. <laughs> I will debate you. <laughs> you will bring it on, because I do not agree. But uh, unless we're talking about Deity. Oh, God. Yes. Don't get well, grabbed I mean, not. No, yeah, not don't get grabbed is like... Well, I mean, just because of the way Melee is with L-Canceling, you can put yourself... If you don't mess up an L-Cancel, you can pretty much do like any move you want, any arrow you want, and then if you L-Cancel it, you can not get punished. You can't be shield-grabbed. They can't just shield-grab you. Or they can't even wave dash in and grab you. If you if you are proficient enough to do a basic gameplay element, then you're not getting you're not getting grabbed. But like in brawl, but they actually had legitimate grab setups though, and in right. melee, didn't right. they? Well, I mean, they they they, they had like they could tech chase into it, and then they could also do similar things with Blizzard, and then also they could jab to uh to to dash in grab. But um, it's just that like in brawl with a lot of characters, you can't. Like they don't, you don't really have an approach because if you do a move and they shield it, you, there's no, there's nothing really you can do to keep yourself from getting grabbed. You only have like Except one move space. you can do. Mm -hmm. Well, even you if you space, like certain moves, like still don't warrant them to not get. Then don't use them. those moves. But there's like <laughs> not a whole characters. lot of moves that you can't actually use though. 
I saw I saying that like, like with any with any like in melee, you could pick any character, and if you L canceled like almost any aerial, you would not really? be punished. So you you, you can yes. go there. What about what about Pichu? What about who? Pichu, with his range. Come on, Pichu. You can let you can uh, you can uh, mix up and land behind them with his yeah. nair. So, but uh, in brawl, like they can't shield grab anything. They they can't right. power shield yeah, to grab, right. and they can't because their grab range is so horrible. Right. I, yeah, I will so tell you though, once, one time, this only happened to me once, Lane ran into me, I did like a forward smash or something, his Popo shielded normally, and his Nana power shielded. He was because she was, was, was a six frame play. Was yeah, because it was a six frame thing. It was so, it, was, it had to be perfect, and it was just, it was the weirdest thing. And then he like crap. He grabs me on my forward tilt a lot too. I, I mean, you can just desync them, and then like spam shit, and then like run into them, and then shield. And they will be able to shield grab because, like, a lot of people just, that messes up their spacing so bad. Right, right. it does. Also, it's nice to, like, have Nana charge a smash and then walk towards them. And they'll be like, <laughs> oh, fuck, I don't want to charge smash. And you just grab them. And the smash will hit them anyways, but it won't knock them out. Yeah. You can grab them right away. It's pretty nifty. And I will have to say, though, you know, me playing Snake and whatnot, um... It, I used to be able to pull nades, and then you know the ice climber would grab me, and then my grenade would gonna blow up in three seconds. But now, ice climbers chain grab me fast enough that they ru- they outrun my grenade. Yeah, I thought I, I thought you were gonna say that Nana throws the grenade and then grabs yes, you. Yes, he started to do that too. <laughs> it's the dumbest thing ever. Like that was I was gonna be like, wow, that's awesome. Yeah, snake is pretty hard for climbers though. I think it's sixty forty snake's favor. Yeah, that sounds. I would agree with that probably. Like they can't really do much about nade camping and, and forward tilt spamming and stuff. So. Yeah, I mean, guys, we can we can certainly talk about like we can talk about matchups later and all that. Yeah. But I think we gotta you know get to the the big old penguin. You know, from day one of brawl, you know, <laughs> people found out that oh, you use the down throw and then you dash grab and you do another down throw and hey, you got brawl. So uh, King DDD. <laughs> Who wants to, you know, take the discussion regarding his... Slick. Oh, man. D3's infinite. So, all right. Let's see. Well, the biggest problem I have with it is that a lot of people have differing... They have, like, very hypocritical views on D3's chain grab. Because D3 can chain grab every character whose weight is more than, I think, Marth's. And then I think Marth's is the last character... Is it it Peach? I thought it was Marth's. I'm not not sure. Marth was the lightest character you could chain grab him. But anyways, basically he can just down throw and then run after you and down throw you again. But there are, I believe, six characters. I think it's Mario, Luigi, Samus, DK, Bowser, and then I think D3 can chain, him, chain grab himself infinitely yeah. when you reach the edge, which he can also do to Bowser. But yeah. um, the thing is is that he just down throws you in place and then just re-grabs you before you're too far away. And, and for example, uh, against Luigi, he can infinite you, but you can't. He can't normally chain grab you because Luigi well, slides actually, too far. They just recently found out that he can somehow chain grab Luigi. <laughs> what? That's yeah. insane. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I was I was mistaken on this, but <laughs> yeah, I don't think he can do Samus though. He can't chain grab Samus, but he can infinite I, Samus. Maybe. <laughs> but yeah. But anyways. But um. But for Bowser, like he has to take a small step forward, so like it's almost indistinguishable. But the problem is that a lot of people say things like, um, well, it only affects these six characters, and these six characters aren't really that good, and nobody plays them. And so it's not really game-breaking 
it's like to the point where you, you can just either adapt around it or just switch characters. But then people, when we argue, well, when we argue stages, whenever there's a walk off or a wall, people will be like, DDD is too broken here because he can infinite you against the wall or chain grab you off the side of the stage and you're dead. And I'm like, but isn't that like this exact opposite argument you have for the infinite? Mm-hmm. Because like, because people really like some like in the East Coast, I think for the most part they sort of ban it. Because I went to a tournament in Canada where it was banned, where you can only do the chain grab. But the p- problem with D3, DDD's uh, Infinite is that it's very easy to do, especially you can actually change your controls. I believe somebody told me that if you change grab to C-stick, as soon as you grab, if you just rotate the C-stick, you'll re-grab, like, <laughs> oh instantly. God. So you don't even have to time it. You can just, like, well, rotate the C-stick as fast as you can, and you'll re-grab. You don't even have to do it fast. Because, like, every time you hit a direction, it does a grab. <laughs> and so, and you can probably even maybe do some sort of weird claw variation where you have R and A held, and then you you wiggle the C stick with your left, so there's even less of a chance of them being able to get out of it. <laughs> but anyways, the problem with the only the biggest problem is that it's like it's really easy to grab with D three because I believe he's got the longest grab range in the game. Sans Zero Suit Samus, others, Samus besides tether grabs which are considerably worse just because they're way laggier. But the problem is that his grab range is so absurd that you can, like, do, like, a well, space, space move very well, and he can still, like, grab you before you have the time to get away from it. And it's way easier to land a grab with D3 than it is in Ice Climbers, and also there isn't any, like, instances where you can disable DDD's chain yeah, grab. Like, with, the, with, with Ice Climbers, you can hit Nana. And if Nana's not nearby, or kill Nana, and if she's not there, then it's effectively stopped. With D3, there's no chance of doing that. I'm not sure. Yeah, if anybody... I'm, I'm going to go out there and, and say right now that don't get grad is not a viable option against D&D. Especially right, with those six characters. Because, yeah. like, really doesn't, he, in order, when, like, against those six characters, he doesn't actually have to play the game. He can pretty much just do what he wants and just like eventually grab you, and then mm-hmm. like you're you you've lost the stock. Like he doesn't really have to try in order to win that match. Yeah. Like I've like I pretty much ranked that match as unwinnable on the part of those six characters. It's 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 a hundred zero, honestly. Like well, maybe maybe not for like Samus and Mario uh, and maybe Luigi because they have projectiles and they can stay away. But yeah, but most very yeah. on the stage with mm-hmm. those guys because like I mean like. Mm-hmm. On yeah, Samus doesn't do too bad against day to day, even with the infinite. Yeah, that's true. Honestly, there, I think that I think that without the infinite, uh, Mario, Luigi, and potentially Samus as well could be counters to GD. Uh, Mario, I think I'm Samus. Sure about, I don't. I'm not sure about Samus because Samus has got like zero kill moves. She, well, she's just heavy. Spiking day to day is pretty easy. That's true. Yeah, First, well, mm. I used to mean Samus, so. <laughs> oh, yeah. I feel bad for you. Yeah, <laughs> it didn't last too long. It lasted until the game came out in America. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll also say this. I am of the opinion that the Infinite should be banned. That yeah. standing, DD standing Infinite should be banned. I'm, I'm on the grounds that the that when the people need to take a stance on either allowing stages, certain stages with walls and walk-offs, or banning those stages and also banning the infinite, because they're they are almost distinguishably the same exact thing. Yeah. And like some That's people would argue that they're not, but I would I can easily argue that it is 
because Overstorm brought up the point that, like I was said, like Wine is in the stage on because people are saying you just avoid it or pick a different character with these six. And Overstorm said that, well, it affects more characters because it potentially affects like maybe three fourths of the cast. I would say. And mm-hmm. my argument against that would be that that only affects you on their counter pick. So for two out of the three matches you fight them, you can use whatever character you want. But if, for example, you play as DK or Bowser, you aren't allowed to use your character at all, regardless of the stage you pick. Yep. So it's Although, so like like and then like so I'm effectively forced to choose another character, which I'd be fine with. But then they have to recognize that they should also too be forced to choose another character if they don't want to play on those stages. But they seem to think that they are entitled to not have these stages on, so they can stay their character while I am, in fact, forced to switch. Yeah. You also so have to keep in mind all the all the like jab locks and down tilt infinites and right. stuff like that. Uh, grab release infinites. A lot of characters can do that stuff on those stages. So it's not just. They, I do agree with you that they shouldn't compare them and then not be on the infinite though. But there is a lot of stupid things that can be done with other characters. What other um, like, infinites like do you know of like that, uh, that you're talking about? Game Watch is down tilt on a wall. He can oh, do yeah. that in, like a hundred percent and forward smash. Mart's down tilt, Meta Knight's down tilt. Yeah, uh, um, I think didn't somebody make a post post video where it showed that how to smash DI out of those though? No, you, not unless you're on a really like on Rainbow Cruise where that small wall is. If there's a place for you to land on, like you can smash it up onto it. But if there's an actual wall, you can't. Get out unless they space it wrong. There's a video on like I guess Corneria against the fin wall, where somebody yeah. was like getting down tilted repeatedly, and then they were able to easily smash the eye like up and like even behind the person. Hmm. I I didn't what characters. Um, I, I don't remember. I don't remember. Like how Meta Knight moves forward some, so I could see, but like Game Watch doesn't move at all. And if I just hit you with the tip, I don't think you could di close enough to me to get out. Yeah, maybe, I think, maybe if you if you space it correctly, I don't, I don't think you can get out of it. Yeah, I think don't, it's just a spacing issue. Don't don't um moves like certain moves like if you smash the eye towards them as they're down tilting, doesn't that push them further away? And then you smash the eye away so that it, it moves them. Like, Not in brawl, actually. That, that that was a big yeah. deal uh, for a while. Um, that's I think when we also thought that Pikachu's jab against the wall or something was uh, was an infant when the game first came out. Um. It doesn't push him away, and that's that's really what what causes wall infinites in the first place. Okay, it's kind of silly. Yeah, hmm. but I mean, uh, well, but like we are talking about infants, so I guess wall infinites have to come up somewhere, and I, I do think that they are distinguishable from these standing infinites and the ice climber infinites. I, I don't think wall infinites should be banned because hell, doing that would be extremely difficult. You know, yeah. there are no stages yeah. that have that have permanent walls, anyways. And and for like um for like tilt infinites, like you at least have the option of being able to shield, like the potential mm-hmm. startup. And with grab infinites, like a D three is against the wall. That's not really an option since he's grabbing you. So I, I guess I'll play a little bit of the devil's advocate here. Um, the biggest argument against banning DD's standing infinite is that it only affects six characters in the game. Why should you fix that matchup? What if, like, Meta Knight's a B against, you know, half a cast? It just makes that matchup retardedly bad and, and no one can win it because of that up B. Well, why don't you just ban the, ban the up B? You know, why don't, why don't you help those guys and why don't you help that matchup? Why why is this matchup unique? And well, I, I personally find that, that argument extremely flawed, but 
I mean, right. it's like you're, you're, you know, manning Bowser, you probably face this um, argument a lot, so I'll, I'll yeah. let you take that. Well, the, the thing, well, the problem with, like, that is, is that it's like, the infinite is something that's really easy to monitor, like, and enforce, like, it's like, you can't, uh, see, I'm not sure exactly what I want to say. Um, like, for example, people were talking about, um, let's see, yeah, I'm not exactly sure where, where I know I have, like, a bunch of other armies, but I'm not sure exactly where I want to go with this one. <laughs> Basically, it's that, like, you can't, you can easily monitor that, that DDD is infinite, and also that DDD is, like, you, he's still a really good character, even without that, and I'm pretty sure he would still beat, he easily beats all the characters the infinites anyways, to that point. But also, it's not so much, a lot of my argument is not so much that they, like, I'm not even for, that like, them banning it so much as them just having some consistency in the rule set. Because I personally feel that, like, if, if we're going to go one direction with the rule set, I don't want them to limit things, basically. Because people want to yeah. ban stages left and right, and by banning it, you're already reducing the game. And sort of like DDD's Infinite is already sort of reducing the game, yeah. potentially. Because, like, a lot of, like, DDD is a high-tier character, and a lot of people play him. And by having that allowed, you're already removing some of the cast, which is like yeah. not something you really want to do. You're potentially you're you're potent, basically banning those characters against DDD, but not for being awesome, but for totally sucking against the infinite. Because <laughs> personally, I think that Bowser does extremely well against DDD without the infinite, just because if you ever happen to force DDD to recover, you hit him with your up air, which is his up air. I'm pretty sure is the strongest in the game. Yeah. And we'll kill DDD at probably 75%. Wow. Yes. It's very strong. Wow, that's really good. DDD is heavy yeah. as hell. Yeah it, yeah, it kills Mario. It killed, I killed Mario, like, not even that high off the ground at 60. Wow. I hit him. He was at 60. He died off the top. Just, I actually might have that on video. So I can corroborate that. So I think you, you actually brought up a good point. Like my personal um, opinion, the reason I think it should get banned is is that what does this add to the game? You know, what? why should we keep it? What competitiveness does it add to the game? What depth does it add to the game? It takes away quite a bit. It adds nothing. So why keep it? Well... It adds a counter character against those six characters. Yeah, Why he's already should... a counter against them even without it, though. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Does it... in a sense, I, mean, I guess like... that's one thing. But is that worth it? Like, is is that more important? Because it's not just a counter character. These become one hundred zero matchups. Like it is. An absolute unwinnable un matchup. If you main any of those characters that can get infinite, you are saying that I'm going to take the risk of losing my first match if my opponent uses DD. And then after that, then you're kind of screwed. Yeah, that's something that, just to bring that up, like, anytime I play anybody and they, like, know who I am and who I play and they say, I'm going to double blind you, I'm already at the disadvantage of not being able to play Bowser because if they just happened to pick DDD, then I've already lost the first match. And, and if they don't pick DDD, then I'm playing a character that I'm not even familiar with all that well, in certain matchups even. So, I mean, that happens like <laughs> that happens a lot with my own crewmates, actually. I play them, and they're like, I'm double-blinding you. I'm like, I hate you so much. And so, like, I have to not... I have to play, like, Wolf, because I don't want to get infinited. Huh. Do they infinite you in tournaments? Yes. What a great crew. 
I know. <laughs> I got infinited in Cleveland during a team's match because my teammate uh, died, and it was just oh. me and the DDD. Oh, that's and I got, I, he was like at 130, and I was like at 10, and he grabbed me, and I lost the match. Oh, he killed me so with dumb. a down tilt, I think. I was pretty a sad about tilt. it. A down tilt. Like, he grab, grabbed me until, until like, grab release doubled. He just down tilted twice, and my shield deteriorated, and he killed me with it. That's silly. Yes. I was pretty upset about it. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, like, if they said, hey, we're not going to ban the infinite, I'd be like, okay, that's fine. Is it, But they just have to allow a those variety stages. of stages. Because, like, those stages, like... Like, a lot of them, people say, are broken, but, like, if I pick Bowser on those stages and they don't go DDD, I have the advantage. Like, Green Greens, like, that's yeah. a very good Bowser stage because, the like, his recovery's not that good, but, like, on that stage, you can, recall, you can recover from basically anywhere on the stage. Just don't land on the stage. Mm -hmm. But, like, and, and he can kill at really low percents. And he actually, uh, if, if the blocks work the way I think they work, I haven't tested this, but if his down B goes through all the blocks, or I'm not sure if his down B will land on the top of the blocks, or if he'll actually down B through all of them, but if he down bees through all of them, it'll create a giant hitbox, and like he'll almost and like you can only hit him from the side. And if you try to hit him, you'll get hit with a down B. Because it happens with this F smash on Brinstar. If you hit that thing in the middle, with there's like a that the, to break the stage apart. If you hit that with an F smash, yeah. it literally stays out for like three seconds. And a lot of people <laughs> like you do it, and a lot of people run and hit you, and then they just get hit with the F smash because like you hit it and you're like you just you hit each individual one. Every time you hit one, the game like pauses just because there's so much like. Like yeah, if you, yeah, if so, you nine those with Game Watches nine, it lasts for like <laughs> three seconds, five seconds, I don't know. But people just like run in there after the move's over and right. be hit by it. But yeah, <laughs> with the stages they're trying to ban and like stages like um like people will argue against like uh stages like Onet and um any stages basically any stage with a wall or uh walk off. And some of them, like, warrant it. Like, I think that Shadow Moses, like, there's really no place you can be where you're safe at all. Like, there's no place you can stand where you aren't, like, in, in, like, in, like, a place to be infinited. Like, even if you stand on the platforms, you still are in a place to be infinite since the walls go all the way up. But there's other stages that, like, there, you can easily get around that. And there are also, like, stages that really don't, shouldn't be banned because they, they just offer so much more variety. Because I think a lot of people just want to make this, make it, I don't know, they're just, it's like they're watering down the game. Unnecessarily. Well, that's debatable as well. When you ban a stage and, and whatnot, we're creating a different game and, and right. crafting a different metagame. Whether or not you think it's watered down is your opinion more so than anything else, I would think. Ouch. <laughs> you suck, basically, is what I was I've getting been, I've been burned. But yeah, I mean, certain stages warranted, but a lot of people they really don't take the time to debate why stages should be banned, and they just assume, they just think that things are broken. And if you don't give people enough time, like for example, like the infinite, like if they didn't ban the infinite, and then eventually someone found a way to get around it, then technically we never would have found that way if it had been banned at the start. And I feel that like if we're going to like go that route of allowing this, then we should definitely not ban things until we've reached a conclusion that. It, com it completely breaks some part of the game. Hmm. Like, for example, in Melee, we w they, banned, uh, they banned pipes because the really Fox was the only viable option. And he, he became to the point that like you couldn't win with any other character with Fox. And this was proven because anytime there was a match on that stage, it was like almost like 99% consistent that the Fox would win on that stage. Wow. And they had like a lot of tournament matches played on that stage. The same with the net, like... Uh, 
a more famous one was a uh, Neo versus a uh, Ken. Um, Ken took Neo to Onet, and then Neo went Roy, and then Neo lost. Like I think Neo went, and then Fox went, or Ken went Fox, which he usually never does. And I think they marked it for almost all of their matches. But then he went that stage, and Ken pretty much ruined him on that stage because Marth isn't really that good on that stage anyways since like a lot of his game against at least space animals revolves around giving them off the edge because the recovery's bad but on that stage like he doesn't have to recover and he's like one of the only characters with a relatively consistent off the top kill kill moves and he's there's also the wall infinites wall. and with the the shine but he was the only one who had those and so they banned it just because that one character is broken on them. And if that in turn like leads, for example, if people, like people, if Mario Circuit becomes the stage where like if like DDD wins like almost every time they play it, and there's like consistency mm-hmm. in that, I think it's worth banworthy. And to be honest, um, I, the only reason that I think that the infinite should be banned is that DDD stands on its own. But even if it wasn't banned, I'd be fine with that because I can see, I can definitely see the argument why it shouldn't be banned. Well, actually, I, I was kind of um, wondering, uh, Hyland, you, you don't believe it should be banned, right? I don't really think it should be. It just and, and how doesn't feel like the game's being over-centralized on right. anything. And yeah. It's, I don't know, like, I haven't... It feels like you're just making DDD worse. I mean, sure, he's already really good, like a top-tier character. Honestly, I think he's the second best in the game. Uh, there's no doubt in my mind about that. Wow. Oh, that's a pretty bold statement. But... No, I mean, I, I'm prepared to, to fight that to death, too. Because <laughs> I don't believe Snake's that good. So. Oh, snaps. I main bad characters. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it, like, it, I can... it is still amazing because, you know, just, you know, it's today that, you know, Brawl, it's the one year anniversary of its release in Japan. So it's actually kind of amazing to think that, you know, it's come so far, you know, to a point in just one year and then there's still many years to go. Yeah. So I'm sure we'll be, you know, discussing this more as time goes on. You know, we've talked about the Ice Climbers uh, chain grab. We've talked about, you know, D3 chain grab. And we've talked about, you know, the standing infinites, the wall infinites, you know, stage discussion. Before we get to our mail time questions, I'm sure that people are wondering out there, how do you escape, avoid, just to you know get away from some of these chain grabs? Let's start with ice climbers, and then we'll move to DDD. Uh, escaping. <laughs> um. I know what's yeah, your challenge. It's not, a pretty. It's a pretty bold statement with your challenge, but if you, know, you here, okay, a lot of ice climbers like to down throw fair at zero because it's easy and it's consistent. You can actually di to get out of this. If you DI the throws, they'll do two before they start alt-grabbing you. If you DI away for the first one, they'll probably still grab you, but then they'll know they'll have to make Nana go out to do it again. So, and then if you smash, or, yeah, smash DI the fair inwards the second time they do down throw fair, you'll end up behind them, and they won't be able to grab you, and you can, like, roll away or something. And... This is also true if they keep doing it to try to do the forced get up with the ice block. So you can either tech out of those or DI out. And uh, stages, moving stages, will get you out of alternate grabs. The tilting on Lilat even, like if they do a 
or throwing it. They can you you might actually like fly above Nana, so she can't grab you. It's that a, pretty annoying. Does it also happen on Pokemon Stadium when the stage transforms? Does that also yeah. make them? Yes, that also breaks yeah. grabs. And then on Yoshi's Island, uh, the slants they prevent uh, ice block get up, so you can't do any footstool chain grabs there. Um, platforms, if you stay on platforms a lot, they can only do back throw or forward throw chain grabs. They can't down throw because Nano will fall through. Or one of the climbers that's not throwing will fall through. Um, you can't really. S well, obviously, smash incredibly fast once they grab you at low percents. If they don't do it perfectly, you'll get out if you're mashing fast enough. Like, you can mash fast enough below, I think, 60% to where they have to buffer to continue the chain grab. I mean, most ice climber mains can do that though, but if someone just like picks up climbers to try and infinite you, they probably won't be able to. <laughs> so just mash really fast, and you can't really escape otherwise. But it's it's mostly just coming down to separating Nana, right? Yes, just focus on eliminating the chain grab, so it's just not present in the match. To keep them separated. Always, when you separate them, go after Nana. Do not go after Popo, even if it seems like you can kill him. He can shield roll, like, he can react. Nana can't DI. Like, she will not DI. So you can combo her. Like, you can pretend it's melee. That's what we were last week. And he hit my Nana with a fair, right? Because she didn't shield, because Popo shielded. And he fared her all the way across the stage, and Ken comboed her. So all the way across the D. Ken comboed my Nana, and I just, like, was running after him. I couldn't do anything. Because she won't air dodge, she won't get out of any attacks. Like, just kill Nana. Once you kill Nana, like, you'll be able to beat Popo. Because mm -hmm. he can't recover, you just throw him off. <laughs> so. um, actually, I have a quick question for you. Um, Overswarm keeps saying this, and I'm not too sure about how true it is. He says if you mash the jump button, that you can footstool them. While the chain grabbing you. How no. true is that? Right, not, not during alternate grabs. No, you can't, because they're not going above you. Like you, they're well, just going. Well, when you're doing the back throw, like yeah, the back throw chain throw. I think, like where you back throw, back, back throw, back throw, back throw. No, if you were to, there is, <laughs> yeah, there's no way you could footstool out of that if they do it right, because they're grabbing you like the frame you leave the other climber's hands. Because that's the thing, because Overstorm is, is adamant that you, you are able to do that, and I, I never thought that was possible. Uh, so. I really want to test that now. I really do not think that's possible. Like, I can't imagine how that would be. That The physics of that just don't make sense to me. And I've well, never I, seen I that or heard of it. I'm not sure if that was him actually footstooling or, like, Lane screwing up. I'm well, more inclined if he to misses the chain grab, he could have footstooled him. Yeah. Like, if they miss, you could just jump out and footstool them. Mm -hmm. I think if you grab them, the frame, they leave the other climber's hands, which is usually what you have to do anyways. They can't get out. Because you can't... You can't DI... You can't smash DI throws. So you can't DI yeah, above yeah. them. You cannot smash DI throws. You can oh. DI throws. Smash DIs don't have the... Or, sorry, throws don't have that initial hit that lets you... uh that hit stun that lets you smash DI. Hmm. 
Does anybody happen to know if, because in Melee, um, Jigglypuff's 4th throw, you could actually smash DI for some I, reason. I was going to bring that up. You could. Is like, there any? Like, I don't know if there's any in Brawl. Okay, I, I wasn't sure. You can do that in Melee. To melee, uh, I'm, to I'm sure to some extent there is, because Brawl has very strange uh, additional mechanics, like like Didi's down throw, for example. His down throw um, actually has two different hits to it. It's a two-hit combo in Trench yeah, Mode, if you yeah. take it there. Because there's wind. That hits you. That that like gives you knockback. I guess you can say like a fart or some shit like that. <laughs> Game watches <Yeah>. up here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and th- that's actually the reason why he has to um, unstale things. Like keep keep his down throw like unstaled by doing grab punches against Mario, Luigi, and Samus. But oh, um, that, that reminds me, I was. Uh, they actually tested this. I think. And you can mash out of his infinite after five grabs. No. If you mash fast enough until six hundred and eighty percent, you can get out. Wait, six hundred and eighty percent. Six hundred. Like he can't infinite until eighty percent. Like Which I, one? I don't remember. I just God. I want to look this up. Uh, Mario Luigi Samus. I'm pretty sure. I like they said the realm of possibility probably around like two hundred percent. But apparently, if you mash like as fast as humanly possible, <laughs> you break out once they start pummeling you. Hmm. That's kind of like, silly, though. To, to, to expect you to do that every time. And I don't know how percent. someone can do with that. Yeah. I've never seen or heard of someone doing that. But huh. apparently, it's something to test, right? Mm-hmm. And I, and I guess you can say that, um, despite the infant happening, like. Um, these characters still place well, like uh, what Cataclysm Four, uh, Boss who Bosses. plays Mario and Luigi plays what fourth, correct? <laughs> Does anybody and, know uh, uh, who Boss mm-hmm. chooses when he plays against uh, D three players? They ban it usually. Okay, don't that's, they? that's that's right. I forgot about that. It's banned. It was banned at that tournament, and it was banned. It's going to be banned at COT four. I want to move to the East Coast. Yeah. <laughs> Midwest shit's annoying. Yeah, um, I remember um, COT4 also banned DD's Standing Infinite because Bum's going. Yeah, Bum's Bum, yeah, the only travesty right now. They did have the Ice Climbers banned until I talked to the Chibo. <laughs> they had the whole like, character of the Ice Climbers banned? No, the, they had the Infinites. Oh, okay. Like, restricted. Then I, I just talked to him and got him done, ban it, so. That's just silly. Yeah, but while but we're yeah, talking, uh, while we're talking about... The number one DK right now, uh, his region in New York... Um, they can, they always have the standing infinite band, and he's able to beat deities, but you know they can't the standing infinite. And so I hear he doesn't travel much, and if he does travel, he'll only go to places where the standing infinite is, is also banned. So mm. it makes sense for him. But you know, while we're on the topic of D three, like, are there any uh, strategies or you know no. tricks of the trade to try to you know get around or play DDD and try to get around? The grab or just just now? Now with the six, now with these six characters, Mario oh. can fireball camp to some extent. Luigi Samus can think. Mm-hmm. Samus is amazing on the edge, like while holding the edge because of her tether. Like, really? Yeah, she can zare like ground level, and shoot missiles and regrab the edge all without touching the ground. I don't think that'll do anything to day to day really. Like you can't <laughs> kill him, and he can just walk to the other side of the stage. Mm-hmm. But if you have like a stock lead, it might help you rack up a lot of percent. 
I don't well, I don't I mean, know if it yeah, would help you beat him really because you still have to try and kill him. I think of the six characters, Samus probably right now has the best chance of beating Deity. And, yeah. You know, although it's still not that great. But what about the others when you they have the uh, the chain grab, not the standing infinite? No. Like like Gong thing... Gong. Oh God. Everything I think your main strategy would be to grab day to day. Because while you're grabbing him, he can't grab you. Yeah. So if you can grab him so much, that <laughs> it's almost like reverse psychology. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I mean, with Bowser, the really only thing you can do is just just do the infinite jump with his over B and just hope them. Like, like basically, if I ever got tricked into going Bowser against DDD, my only strategy <laughs> would be to over B them and then take them off the edge three times before taking any percent. <laughs> so I was able to control us for the whole throw. <laughs> That's my strategy. Because, like, all you can really do is, like, just do the infinite over B. And even then, he can still grab you if he times a spot dodge. Because D3 spot dodge is so ridiculous that if he oh. runs in, goes to grab you, and you spot dodge, he can re-grab you again. And if you run in, and you go to do a move, he spot dodges, he can, like, grab you before you can mm-hmm. put your shield up. Like, even with really unlaggy moves. So like, basically, yeah. it's the dumbest thing ever. Like, I've, yeah. I've played with with Snake, i played against DD, and seriously, DD can grab twice, like, before my spot dodge is done. So I will spot dodge, dodge his grab, which is the point of the spot dodge, and then he'll grab me before my spot dodge is done. It is the dumbest thing ever, because that defeats the freaking point of a spot dodge. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So Ah, it is, what a dumb character. It would be a lot less of a deal if Day Day wasn't so good at grabbing. Right. Like, God. It's like, like, impossible to play Day Day and not get grabbed. But, right. I mean, the only thing you, that's about the only thing you can do with Bowser. I mean, with Samus, you can also kind of stay on the platforms. Because I know, like, with Bowser, like, once he, he can chain grab you to the edge and then infinite you. Because, like, a lot of people say that about, like, DD does an infinite Bowser because he has to take that small step forward. But at a certain point, like, when Bowser barely falls off the edge, he can just re-grab you without having to walk forward. Yeah. So it was, like, an infinite, like, on the edge. So, like, being on platforms yeah. doesn't really even help that much. But, like, I guess with, like, Mario and Samus, you could, like, try to stay on the, the platforms. Because, like, with those characters, they have pretty dynamic projectiles in the sense that they're able to hit DDD. But, I mean, with, like, Bowser, it's like all you can do is over being with DK. I guess all you could really do is like just try to bear and make just brick wall bears over and over again. That's and then all he has to really do is grab you once. So DK, yeah. No, no, he can grab you out of the the back air. Even if you like space it really well? Yep. His his, it extends his entire hitbox. Oh, so he grabs your foot? Mm hmm. (laughs) (laughs) That's ridiculous. The only thing DK can do that matchup is down B. Yeah. So yeah, basically, uh, good luck. And if you're playing Bowser, you gotta you gotta pull a Gimpy fish like you did on the Lucas in one of the first days of Brawl. You guys remember that video? Yes. It's just like what you were saying earlier, Slick. You gotta do the uh, the over B off the edge, mm-hmm. all three stocks, and even sure. in sudden death. All right. That's about. That's like. That's pretty much the only way with DDD allowing the infinite to beat D3 with Bowser is to just. And a lot of people would say that's way lamer than the infinite. <laughs> because I've beaten people like that, and they were not happy with my shenanigans. Shenanigans. <laughs> it's like, like I'll, be, I'll be in pulls, and I'm like, I'm going to speed these pulls up, so I just over B three times, and then end the match. 
which is really not even not di in towards the stage. A lot of people don't know that you can control it, and I let <laughs> enlighten them after the match, but they get really mad. Like, what the? I can't do anything. They try to break out of it, like, <laughs> like mashing the stick and stuff. Like, where? Well, I want to break out. I'm like, no. But yeah, all you have to do is really like, if you guys are at even percent, like you can, if you're like the only way you're really getting over B suicide, even when you're like even, is if you're off the stage and I chase you off the stage with over B. And like, yeah. and I do that then, occasionally. But you should still be able to DI towards the stage and back on. Yeah, you have quite a lot of influence, usually. Right. Unless you're the dumbest thing that was Bowser when you, when you grab them with the over B and, um, like, you have higher percent than them. They control it. Then, yeah, they control it and they kill, kill you if you're, like, <laughs> a lower stock than them. It's so dumb. Right. Like, I, I, like, whenever I play friendlies with Kel, he'll do that even if, like, I'm winning in stock. Just because he thinks it's very, very funny. So, <laughs> you are such a dumbass. Like, like it'll end the match and I'll win. And he's, he carries us both off the stage. <laughs> it should be worth noting that, I, like, um, Bowser, when he does his over B, there's some way that, you know how you infinite jump with his over B? There's some way that if you take somebody with you, before you hit the blast zone, you can jump out of it. Oh, yeah. And so you don't die. And so I'm trying to look into that because my plan is to try to trick my opponent into always going to Yoshi's Island and then just bouncing around there until the support coast comes. So I can just <laughs> suicide KO to my heart's content and irritate the crap out of my opponent. Because it's technically not stalling because I'm just waiting for the support coast. Technically. Technically. It should only take, like, what, maybe a minute. Maybe. I've seen people stall way harder than that, i.e. watch any Overswarm video. Uh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> What if Overstorm fought Plank? The world would explode. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when two Falcon punches collide. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Pokemon Stadium was shut down. <laughs> I don't even. I don't think anybody would want to watch those matches. I don't. I think those matches would go up, and there'd be like maybe three views, and then no comments, and that would be the rest <laughs> of, the, of their life. If I, if I was like forced to sit through that, I'm pretty sure my eyes would start bleeding. <laughs> like I would know, no. Ugh. Well, I mean, you, you could X out the YouTube box, but that would just be too easy. No, <laughs> you, you have to let your eyes bleed first. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we all right. We spent about an hour so far, you know, talking about um, infinites and chain grabs and all that. Do we have any? Uh, just you know, some quick summary finishing points before we move on to just a few uh, fan questions and we wrap things up. I do, but I'm not sure if anybody wants to go first. I, was, I didn't want to, like... Go ahead. Okay, well, basically, I'm just really, really calling for consistency with the rules, and I really want to be liberal at this point, since Brawl is still very new, so that eventually we can really evolve the metagame to a point where we don't ban things prematurely before we actually find a counter to them. Because mm. I know that, like, for example, back in Melee, they wanted to ban Sheik, because I thought Sheik was too good, and then people started getting technical with Fox, and then people ended up doing stuff like wave shining Sheik to up smash and then Sheik still still a very good character but ultimately was not the broken powerhouse that people originally thought she was to be and like um and, and for the most part I believe at some point Rainbow Cruise was neutral for MLG rule sets which I don't technically agree with but a lot of people wanted to ban like a lot of stages like pretty much the midwest during the melee times was at least very liberal with stages and which I don't really see as being a problem cuz Anytime I was counterpicked to an odd stage, like all I really had to do was play smarter, and I never really saw it as a problem. So I mean, I just basically I'm just calling for some, some established 
like symmetry amongst the rules. I don't. I'm just saying words right now. They don't make any sense. Oh my god. It's like, yes. man, where, where were you during our Meta Knight debate a couple, a few episodes ago? <laughs> oh, man, was somebody acting like a moron? No, it's just, you know, preaching the whole, you know, just wait it out and, you know, see how things will develop. Oh. Well, Meta Knight, like, I really don't think he's... Like, I can... Like, the only reason... I think Bowser would be even with Meta Knight. The only reason I don't think he is is because of the Tornado, and that's it. And I'm even finding ways around that. So, in a sense, that's sort of, like, exactly <laughs> the point I'm trying to make. I can't believe we have a guest on the SBR podcast that says that Bowser might go even with Meta Knight. Oh, <laughs> all I have to do is really like once I'm hit with the tornado, that's where the problem. But like if he shield, if I shield the tornado, I'm just like up he out of shield. Comes out in six frames, yeah. I'm invulnerable frames one through five, and then oh, that's really? basically yeah. It's huh. it's it's a pretty sweet move, and then yeah. so I just need to do that a lot more, and then <laughs> Bowser can Bowser can grab release Meta Knight to down B side B down tilt forward oh, tilt. Oh yeah, wait down then, B. Down B, you, it, has a, it has a hit on the way up, and you. Oh yeah, down but he can air dodge. I know. I'm, I'm pretty <laughs> sure at certain percent you cannot, because it is a combo. Oh really? They have to. They'd have to smash dad the first hit, and then they would have to know that it's coming. So if like I down tilted them, they smash dad, they would be dying, dying poorly, and would die. Huh. So like the down B, you can do. You can also do it to certain other characters. Like you can down B air release down B Wario, or down air release the F smash him. And I, I want to check on like a, on a Luigi's Mansion, which is a n- notorious Meta Knight stage. But I'm, mm. I wasn't sure if, if you can air, air release Meta Knight, and since he'll go into the ceiling, how far he goes. Because I was picturing it in my mind that I might be able to like F smash out of the air release, assuming he does not. <laughs> it does, he goes the same distance he normally does, or if he gets stuck on the ceiling. Hmm. Well, I'm not check this out because that would be a fun surprise. <laughs> hey, I, I mean, the only thing that would change. Would- be the lag after um, the grab release, like that, like w- when he grab releases Meta Knight and it jump breaks, what happens? Like, well, he, like he goes, it? he goes a set distance. He goes like he goes straight into the air and then he moves right yeah. a lot. So I'm thinking mm-hmm. that, like for example, whenever you get hit into the ceiling, a lot of times you'll sort of slide along the ceiling and you'll go since right. you'll, you won't move as fast horizontally as you had been hit and there's there was no ceiling there. So my thought process is that if he gets hung up on the ceiling, I will be able to murder him and he will be sad about it. Yeah, but I, I, have not, I haven't really. I, there's like a lot of things that I have not tested, and I would like to, but I don't have any time. <laughs> so I, I, so I like come up with these really ridiculous ideas in my head, like, oh, this will totally work, and then I check it. And I'm like, why did I think this would work? I'm an idiot. <laughs> this is probably one of them. But it should be noted that you can like spam the crap out of up B on that stage, and you'll bounce them off the ceiling into your own up B. So Meta Knight up like tornadoes. I don't know how this got into Bowser totally. Uh, I was going to say. <laughs> But yes, it's not that bad if it wasn't for B. Mm. I will argue this. Hylian, uh, what about your closing thoughts on uh, Infinites and the like? Yeah, people really just need to go like do some research and learn like how to play against Ice Climbers, like for the ICs part at least. I'm just like tired of people not knowing what they're talking about. It's kind of frustrating. So, and I don't know, we already went over how ICs aren't that bad day-to-day. I agree with y'all for the most part. But it's only like 6 out of over 1,000 matchups. So I don't think it over-centralizes the game at all on anything. But, depending on your viewpoint, you might might not want it banned. So, I'm either way on that one. Mm. 
I, I can understand both sides. I do agree. I do like what Slick said a lot about the keeping consistency with the stages in the infinite, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree with that. Take that. <laughs> so I think we can, we can all agree, and, and probably everyone listening can agree, that Ice Climbers and, and the Chain Grab itself is not something that should be banned. There oh, are yeah. legitimate that's, strategies against it. They have counter characters. Um, you know, almost every character can do something. Well, there are some that just absolutely suck, like uh, Bowser, <laughs> Kirby. Um, Falco's actually be bad against ICs. Who? Falco. Falco. I can see uh, he can't can kill them. Bad. He can grab. Like he can and camp D-D. them hardcore. But can't kill them. Mm-hmm. DD also suffers pretty bad in, in the other yes. match. Love playing in day day with us. All he can do is is um down air camp. And ever since I found that a uh, really easy chain grab, the back throw footstool one on heavy characters, I just do that to them zero to death. It's really nice. It must be so glorious, so given my taste of his own medicine. And uh, you know, it's really it's really not that um not that bad to to fight against the uh, the ice climbers. Oh no. You know, Lane, like I said, he he's a damn good ice comics player. He yes. doesn't really beat Anther. Ever. <laughs> so like yeah. you know, when you play patient and you and you play smart, you can you can beat the ice climbers. And when I see TOs just jumping the gun and banning it left and right because people are complaining like sometimes it's it, it is legitimate and sometimes like, you know, you you should ban things because, you know, a lot of people don't want it, but other times you just gotta tell them to man up. Or explain it to them. Hmm? Like, or just explain it to them. Like, a lot of people yeah. are just ignorant. And that's why they jump the gun. Um, and, and as for deities, yeah, I mean, I'm just gonna say my, my argument again. What does it add to the game? You know, I, I personally don't think it adds, adds anything, but I can definitely see the viewpoint that why would you make these six, uh, you know, matchups better? You know, why would you just affect these six? I can understand the logic behind that. I do think it's a flawed in a lot of ways, but that, I guess, is is more of a philosophical debate than anything else. Panda, I know what yeah. it adds to the game. It adds to my rage. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. We shouldn't ban it because we want to see we want to see Slick angry. He's we, funny yes, angry. I get very angry when people infant me. You so wouldn't angry. like Slick when he's angry. No, because I turn green and naked. <laughs> and naked. There you go. So then, it w- then, we- then I would. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Wow. And one other, one other thing. The this is this to me is the biggest counter against ice climbers and to some extent deity as well. Uh oh. When they grab you, you yell out, "Penis." <laughs> you can't. It works. It really does. Yeah. I've never seen more to more douchebaggery. Than people, especially someone like Overswarm, uh, that are getting infinited in a money match or in a tournament match uh, against the ice climbers. Oh, they just dick with the other person so hardcore. Like oh, yeah. I think Overswarm was was just like like looking at him like like brought his eyes right next to the right next to lanes while he's <laughs> I remember uh, I was playing in a Cleveland tournament and uh, I was playing the DDD and I, I farted. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, got, I stood up and I like I slowly moved towards him, and then I farted and I sat down and I said that was for you, and he kept infiniting me. He did not stop, did not phase him. He must it have enjoyed it. 
I thought it was very funny. <laughs> but That's he, he was not as pleased and continued to infinite me. And then I went game and watching one. Good story. Good yes. story. The, the moral of the story is go game and watch and win. And, and go fart. And fart on somebody. Yeah, I, I did my Wario impression. <laughs> Since I don't think you can top that story, let's move on to a few of our, uh, our fan-picked uh, mail time questions. This is where we you know, throw in a little bit of a general gaming discussion into the Smash Backroom podcast. Our first question comes from uh, past, ho- past co-host of Show Me Your News, Cyberlink420. With the critical and financial success of titles like Super Smash Bros. Brawl and Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo HD Remix, and the major hype for upcoming games such as Street Fighter 4 and the TMNT Fighter, might I also throw in there, you know, success with uh, Tatsunoko vs. Capcom. Yeah, uh, do you I think that? that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I ran the tournament today. 16 people, it's not bad at all. Nice. Who do you use? Uh, I use Joe and uh, other characters. I, I mean, Joe, I might be one of the best Joes in the nation right now. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to finish the yep. question, if that's all right. <laughs> yes. Do you think that 2D fighting games are on the rise again? And if so, do you think that there's any hope of them reaching the acclaim that they once enjoyed back in the 90s? Now you can have that hit. <laughs> okay. Well, I, I'm a huge 2D fighter buff. I started playing 2D fighters when I was, like, young. <laughs> I, I don't know ages, but um, like I started with Street Fighter 2 HD, not HD, Street Fighter 2 Turbo um, on Windows 3.1, like on on a, like a, a floppy disk. No, I was a hard disk. The ones that were actually floppy. Um, I I had that game, and oh my god, I played that to death. Uh, I've been playing fighters my whole life, and I saw the genre die a few years ago. No new fighters. All the new fighters were Japanese only, and it, it was just silly. And then now, in the last year, for some reason, a dead genre comes back to life. For no apparent reason. No demand or anything. And it's exploding now. Tatsunoko vs. Capcom, especially, um, top brawl, pro, uh, brawl pros are playing that. Like, Ozen, um, I think he plays um, Jun and someone else, I forget. But he his new signature on, on the boards is, is his team. Ozen plays, Chillin' Dude plays, um, you know, Inferno Omni plays, G-Reg plays. I think G-Reg plays Roll Kassern, <laughs> which is kind of silly because it's a little girl. And, like, I don't know. Well, anyways, <laughs> like, I, I, I don't think the genre... I want to say I don't think the genre's coming back because there's no reason, no substantial reason why this is happening, and it's not like they sell very well because it's always been a very niche, um, like, community. But it, it really does seem to me that, that it's starting to expand, which is really exciting to me. Um, and I don't know. Uh, I, I, I want to see, uh, see if it actually takes off and goes somewhere, especially TVC, because I want to see a lot of overlap with, with Brawl. Uh, according to NinjaLink, you just said right now in the chat that uh, all of, all of uh, MDVA, Maryland, Virginia, plays it. That sounds cool. Hmm. I I probably just go down there and just kick at their asses because because my Joe's is that good. But now see, Dazba told me that Joe was bad, and I was angry that they made him bad because like that would be the only character I'd want to play in that game. But now you're telling me that he's not, and I'm oh, mad. I rape shit. I, I rape oh. shit, Joe. Hey, dude. Good. You have to, whenever you play, whenever you win, you have to stand up and yell, Henshin a go-go, baby. 
<laughs> that's the yeah, only reason I want to play him. Do, uh, like I do this level three super where like he does the like the beautiful Joe pose thing that does damage, you know, in the game. Yeah. Like he ends it off with that. And I always imitate that whenever I hit someone with it. That's awesome. And it's it, the super is a long super in the game. It takes like seriously the, like like ten seconds for the super to come out. So like I is doing it, and I just imitate the whole thing. Like he just dances That's and awesome. like slips a punch, and then punches him, and then does the pose in the air like a crotch thrust pose. <laughs> that is awesome, man. It's if so I good. if I get this game and I play Joe, I would totally cosplay as Joe. And you know I would because <laughs> I have a damn Jigglypuff costume. <laughs> I think I'm gonna pass it off to Think a Man because he gave me a the world is not enough pin. I need to pay him back. <laughs> But what do you guys think? Do you guys play uh, 2D Fighters? Um, I recently, this is sort of backwards, I recently started playing Third Strike, which is like 10 years old at this point, just because Gianna was like, hey, you should play Third Strike, because me and Dark Rain play it. I'm like, uh, okay, so we got GGPO, and now I play Third Strike with Gianna. And that was, <laughs> yeah, and Third, Strike's, Third Strike's mad fun. Like, I, I, I play, oh, Ninja Link doesn't believe it, I guess. But yes, I play Makoto. And I'm very bad right now, and Gianno beats me with pretty much everybody, including Hugo, <laughs> who's very bad, and it makes me sad. Who's the number one uh, Makoto again? Makoto? Uh, Jay. That's, that's the hint I gave. I was in charge of like giving the hint for the new character. Yeah, I remember and that. And I made some very obscure thing where it had to do with Jay, who was the best Makoto player, who pretty much yeah. owns everybody's face. It's pretty I remember seeing a video of that. That was, that was badass. There's one where he double perfects uh, some Dudley, and it's very, very funny because everybody's laughing in the background at this guy getting distracted. There's a my favorite video regarding Third Strike is online, and it's uh, on YouTube. It's where uh, Kuroda and uh, Kuroda basically he plays Q, who's a very bad character, but he's very proficient with yeah. him. He beats like Justin Wong and Ricky Ortiz, who went to no uh, to a tournament way. very badly, and like because the Japanese players are way better than Americans. And what happened was. Justin Wong beat one of Kuroda's friends in Marvel vs. Capcom and didn't shake his hand. He beat him by running the timeout and didn't shake his friend's hand after the match. So Kuroda, wow. like, during, like, one of the matches, just taunts three times in a row. Like, that's, all, that's how he starts the match against Justin Wong and, like, takes, like, a third of his life just by taunting. And, like, Q's taunt. Every time he, if Q gets three, three taunts off, it doubles his health, basically. It makes what? his, like, defense. Yeah, like, he gets three of them off. His defense is, like, twice as much which makes him really hard to kill. But he just starts the match off with that and then ends up winning it, like by timeout. Like he purposely timed the match out and after the match he just walks up and like just doesn't shake Justin Wong's hand. It's all on video and it's pretty much the best thing I've ever seen. Wow. So I've cuz I've heard Justin Wong is a, a douchebag. And this yeah, and just that story and him doing it. Like the match is hilarious if you like you don't even need to really know what's going on. But like for example, if I just started a match versus like Mewtwo King and he was D3, if I just started the match by taunting like, that's about the equivalent of it. <laughs> that's, that's the equivalent. Because Chun-Li just wrecks. Like, it's like 8-1 like to one match as far as I... Or 8-2 to two matches, if I remember correctly. Q versus Chun-Li. And then Q... And then Kuroda just ends up winning. And just, like, rubs it in Justin Wong's face. And it is pretty much the best thing I've ever seen. But now, now I am interested in playing that one game that I don't even know what it's called anymore. And just because you guys have said a lot of people are playing it. TBC is the TBC. only way I know it's pronounced. Tatsunoko versus Capcom. You Google and TBC and you'll find it. Versus Capcom. <laughs> that game. Tatsunoko versus Capcom. Highly, you uh, Unfortunately, try. there are a lot of infants being discovered. Um, Sorry? But, oh. mm. God damn it. Well, <laughs> the thing is, uh, yeah, no, infants. Funny. Uh, if you have two bars, you can burst out of it. So technically, they're not infants. They're more like until they get a... Like, to two bars. The game is all about bar management nowadays because, um, like, 
someone like Karos, who's basically the Mennonite of the game, like has full screen infants against like a lot of characters in the game. But only in the corner that you start in. It's situational, but Yatterman now has a full screen infinite, and um, Morgan has infinites, Chung Li has infinites, M- uh, Mega Man has infinites. Um, oh my but, god. Like, they're, they're only infinites until you get two bars. How, how long does it take to get to get that many bars? See, that depends on, on the infinite. Like, um, Karos can do sick infinite. Like, like, you can do like, most of your life if you have zero bars, or kill you completely if you have zero bars. Um, he can do half of your life if you have one bar. Like, just barely one bar. And to build a whole bar takes half your life. How easy are these to set up? Uh, it depends on the character. Karos's is extremely easy to set up. Um, Chung Li's is eh. Mega Man's is eh. Um, but some of them are just, just, no. Like, some of them you, you cannot do. Like, Batsu's, no. That's not even, like, it's not gonna happen. Morrigan's, very rarely ever gonna happen. So, like, the best characters in the game are Karas by far, and then Chung Li right after that. Uh, and those are the two easiest infinites to set up. Although, it seems like Yatterman's brand new one that they just discovered is really easy to set up anywhere on the screen. Um, but it seems also kind of hard to pull off, and it gives bar really fast. So, I could go on, but yeah. I don't want to take too much time. I would say, like, Hylian, you said you played some of the game before a little bit? Yeah. Uh, a friend actually downloaded it recently and we've played it like twice and I don't have any idea what I but it was pretty fun. <laughs> so it looked, we thought about getting into it competitively. I do play M V C too somewhat. It, it, it's a spiritual successor to pretty, Marvel Marvel's Capcom too, so that's that's why I was interested in getting into it, because I do play M V C too. Mm-hmm. And while I'm like horrible compared to competitive players. Like, I know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I mean... I'm pretty interested in picking that up. Yeah, I mean, TBC is a sexy game. I'm just not True that then. good at it. <laughs> but, uh, you know, in a, a few weeks, we'll, you know, see, you know, Street Fighter Four coming out, and we'll see how that, you know, scene takes uh, shape and how that'll compare to TBC. And, you know, it's... You know, it's going to be a, definitely a year of a fighter, 2009 mm-hmm. we'll see definitely how it develops uh next question second of three questions from falco 400 when gecko os 2.0 comes out do you guys plan on making textures for brawl with it apparently it's one of its features you'll be able to make textures without having to use a wii that has a mod chip and that would actually be really nice considering how when we did our podcast on hacking brawl we had to make reference of, you know, the fellows at Syntax Error who had their project shut down by Nintendo when they were making yeah. all the texture hacks. So, yeah, I think it would be a really nice addition to actually, you know, for those of us who were looking forward to it, cough, cough, myself, cough. Um, yeah, I mean, it'd be, it'd be great to, you know, have a Ronald McDonald, Captain Falcon, and Jimmy Neutron, Lucas, and no, all that no. stuff. You cannot convince me that's a good thing. No. Phoenix, right, Lucas? Yes. I I knew I'd get you some. I will take that one. <laughs> or or a uh, or a beautiful Joe, Lucas. Did they? They might have had one of, of, for a beautiful Joe. Really? I think I think they might have. Oh, by the way, I found out later on, or just recently, um, that that's why they canceled the project. Yeah. Was because they used other IPs from other companies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. it would get Nintendo in a whole bunch of trouble there. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, but uh, highly and slick. What do you guys think about? You know, would you actually you know put forth the effort to actually hack no, uh, textures into Brawl? I have no idea how I do that, anyways. And I really like to be honest. Like, even if I wanted to, there's like a million other things that I want to do before I would do that. I mean, I think it's interesting, but like, like it's really just sort of a novelty thing. Like, I mean, if they edited some of like the move set somehow to more emulate the character, I think that'd be a little bit more interesting. Right. But I mean, I'm really not that down with that scene. So. Oh come on! Take you that. don't want Mewtwo instead of Lucario. <laughs> I mean, they, they also have one that's uh, Metro. No, it's Mother Brain Trainer, yeah. and that Squirtle turns into a Metroid. <laughs> Ivysaur turns into Kraid, and uh, Charizard turns into Ridley. <laughs> I didn't think they could put Ridley so in because cool. he was too big. <laughs> That's he was insane. also in the he was also in the clouds in that one screenshot when oh my god <laughs> yeah. god yeah to be completely I honest I the only thing brawl is to me is a competitive fighting game I know I'm kind of a fud fuddy duddy sucky <laughs> annoying guy that everyone hates true that yes <laughs> I don't know what's up with the self deprecation where it came from but it's here now I don't know where fuddy duddy came from but yeah, from really. the 1920s is where it came from. That's where, so it, that's where it should stay. Like, oh, that's right. That's where it should stay. I just, actually, I had to run home from a speakeasy to make it to this. <laughs> but unfortunately, I got here, and then Samurai Panda wasn't back. Should have seen all the flappers. Hey. It was nuts. Hey, I was at a tournament. I, I, I have legitimate Jones. I got first in TBC. I'm happy. Oh, congratulations. Did you infinite anybody? Well, Making no you a God giant host? Okay, I was about to say. I'll, all I can do is like be awesome with Joe. Nothing else. That's awesome. No, it's not, because I don't have a second. Oh. I, I play against people that infinite me all day, because Joe can be infinite in both corners. He's one of four characters that can be. So <laughs> I, I, I'm just like, fuck. Wow. Yeah, that's one of the things about TBC, is that, you know, it's played as a team, so you have to have, you know, two people that you're you're strong at. Yeah. As opposed and to, you know, basically, uh, the only times I win against good people is when my Joe can take out both the characters by himself. Who <laughs> do you pick as your alternate, even though you suck? I I I alternate between Polymer, Batsu, Ipatsuman, uh, the fat ass, who is a horrible choice, and like Mega Man, Soki. I I'm good. I'm decent with a lot of guys in the game, but not nearly as good as my Joe. I have no idea why my Joe's as good. I just I just jump and like press C. Nice. <laughs> You just said a lot of things I don't understand, but I think... Yeah, yeah. and I don't even know why we got back to TBC as great as it is. it's that good. I, I know, I know <laughs> it's that good, but Hylian, you know, you're, you have a Wii that has, you know, hacking potential. Do you see yourself uh, implementing this texture hacks into Gecko OS 2.0? It really depends on how complicated or how convenient it is to do. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to go too far and do it. Like, I might just get a friend to do it for me. Because I have a couple... I have a lot of friends actually know a lot about hacking. And that's the way to go. So, I might do that. Screw around with it. I'm not too interested in it, though. I, li- I just like having my music. Like, that's all I care about right now. <laughs> yeah. It's having different music, or any music you want, on the stages. It's pretty amazing. Uh, it, it is pretty fascinating to see how, you know, the hacking community de- has developed and will continue de- to develop. I mean, you know, they're really pushing Brawl Plus Hard, which is, you know, a... Uh, of sort of continuation of our last uh, SBR episode. Anyway, let's uh, wrap things up with one final question. For those of you that are interested in it, Panda, which you will not be, 
from Major Moses. Who are you rooting for in the Super Bowl, which uh, is tomorrow, the big game? And who do you think is actually going to win? So rooting for versus going to win. <laughs> yeah. I, I am rooting for <laughs> I'm rooting for the 86 Raiders with Bo Jackson and Marcus Allen because I played <laughs> Tech Mobile for NES, and that's the only players I know. Awesome. Those guys Hylian, rocked, though. Hylian, do you follow sports at all? I follow college football. NFL, I'm not too big on. I can't believe Arizona is even in the Super Bowl. So mm-hmm. I don't care at all. <laughs> awesome. Well, I guess I'm going to be the only one to pass judgment for the Show Me yep. News community about this. Um, that's what you get for putting sports in a video game. <laughs> yeah. Tisk, 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 I know. Um, I'm going to say that you know I'm going to pull for the Arizona Cardinals. They've had a great run so far. They've gotten hot late. Um, but I do think that the Pittsburgh Steelers will end up winning. They've had a fantastic defense. And you'll be hearing the cliche tomorrow that defense wins championships. So... I'm going to say that the Pittsburgh Steelers win probably by a margin of six or so. Um, yeah. But yeah, so that's that's my judgment, but I'll, I'll still say go Cards. And um, go otherwise... Cards. Hmm? What, go Cards? Go Cards. <laughs> that's, that's what I heard. They're going to they're gonna drive go Cards on the field because it's going to make it more interesting. <laughs> watch that. I want to see people Touchdown drive go Cards. I would watch that shit too. That'd be awesome. <laughs> It'd be like, play, a, like, like go karts instead of yeah. crash all the time, and yeah, it'd, it'd be great. You could hit Emmett Smith with a red turtle shell. That's that's <laughs> another football player I'm aware of. Yeah, <laughs> may, may not be he's retired. retired. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what I thought. He was, was on Dancing with the Stars. That was pretty much the last thing he did. I remember a commercial where it, everybody that was Emmett Smith. Help us know who he is. That does the the exact opposite. He's a black it, football player. Does that clarify things? Oh, okay. So you just narrowed it down from, like, 300 to, like, 299. There you go. You play for the Dallas Cowboys. Cut me some slack. That's all I know. There you go. I'm getting at least some facts. Joe Montana. At least no Dallas teams the Cowboys. I don't know that. Anyway, before we get on too much of a lack of football knowledge tangent from some of these guys, Hylian Slick, it's been wonderful having you on the podcast. Thank you for sharing your insight on the infinites and chain grabs. Thank you for lying to me about how wonderful it was. I feel better now. <laughs> it was awful, but... If you oh, think it was uh, great, then I'm fine. And Samurai <laughs> Panda, we're glad that you could make it after, after your tournament. Yeah, I was only three hours late. I think Jesus. you owe these two an apology. I think I you're right. so much homework, you ass. I'll apologize to Hylian, not Slick. He doesn't What's, get it. Thank That's you. fine. <laughs> anyways. And for those of you uh, listening through Major League Gaming, I want to thank you for listening, and hopefully that you can uh, stick with Show Me Your News. If you have any questions on you know what you've heard, like any different you know terms and technologies, you can head over to Smashboards.com, which is the official page of the Super Smash Bros. Brawl competitive community, and we'll hope to see you there. So uh, with that, I'm Yoko. I'm Samurai Panda. I'm Hylian. Oh, Hylian. And I'm Slick. All right, and we are out. Thanks for listening.
we interrupt this eargasmic cornucopia of pure audio wind to shamelessly promote another podcast. No! No! The Big Bald Broadcast. But what makes it big and bald? The Big Bald Broadcast brings you news on all things geeky. Movies, gadgets, games, cartoons and anime, and other random fandom. You're fired. I'm fired. Get out of the booth, Jack. No, I like it in here. But what makes it big and bald? It's hosted by big, bald anime and video game voice actor Kyle Bear and his co-host, musician and upcoming author, Otherworld Steve. Oh, you must smell like feet wrapped in leathery, burnt bacon. Subscribe via iTunes or visit thebigballbroadcast.blogspot.com. Hey guys, look who's joined the chat. Yeah, sorry guys. Oh my god, it's Samurai Panda. I'm gonna punch you in the eyeball. Ugh, I do not blame you. Oh my god, what a fucking headache. Dude, Anthro got ninth. <laughs> what? What? Yeah, I know. Alright, so he, he, I, he sandbagged or something and lost to Ding Dong in winners. Whatever. And then in losers, he loses to Joel. Then Joel forfeits and says, Anther, you go on. And then Anther refuses to take it. So neither of them go on. <laughs> what? How, how, does, how does that get you ninth? I, I really, I have no idea. He, the thing is, he had like his girlfriend's waiting for him. Oh, so, that's like, his John. Yeah, so like, like he, it took me a while to get that out of him too. He, he just did, like did not want to admit that's the reason why he, like, <laughs> you know, lost. Anther or yeah, Anther. Like like Anther had to like leave. Like his girlfriend was waiting for him at home, and yeah. like she she like came out from out of state or something. I, I have no idea exactly. Exactly. He action. Yeah. All right, so we should who's yeah. the host? Right, okay, okay, I'll, I'll do the countdown. Okay, all right. Let's start in three, two. What happened to one? <laughs> all right. Welcome to Show Me Your News. This is a Super Smash Brothers brawl. What? What the hell? What the hell? <laughs> Everyone dropped. Oh, everyone dropped. Skype, don't you dare give me a call, call quality feedback. Good, no, I'm gonna say very bad. This call quality was very bad. Well, fuck that. That was going off to a bad start anyway. It was like three, two, and I was waiting for one, and it's like. Where's the one? 
Let's add everybody back in. One, and then it drops? Really? Hello? Welcome oh. back, everybody. Oh Alright. <laughs> <laughs> Just the most silly thing. How did that even happen? I don't know. But I was waiting for one, and I was just like, "What happened to one?" I, I think it was just the the last the last stab at to like you know make everything this evening just totally fail. I thought I thought Samurai Panda was fucking with me like three two, and he was not saying anything. And I was like, "Wait, hello?" Like I thought he was like messing with us, but I guess he's not just not that awesome. Club. I mean, I I I usually do, but yeah. Okay, you want to oh, wait? Wow, there's, there's somebody other than thing Panda. on the stream. This is pandas at a slow turning, still slow turning. Please be patient. Wow. You okay? Oh, if you want me to, I'll go upstairs and get rid of that. No, it's all right. It's all right. So I guess I'm like it. side by side right now. Everyone needs the world needs to know. Can you guys like high five if you need to? Are you close? Right, to you guys? Hmm? Are you no. Guys, no. You guys are close. Hour, about an hour and a, about an hour away. <laughs> Uh, I'll drive an hour to high-five him. Yes. <laughs> okay, I see and, what you're saying. No, and then, the podcast. then he'll drive an hour back, so we'll start at, say, 1.32 a.m.? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, given what's been happening so far, I would not be surprised if we did. <sighs> I kind of don't want to count down again, because it, it'll... <laughs> yeah, you to count down, so we don't have to deal with the... Okay, I'll, I'll just start. Just stop talking. I'll, I'll, I'll do the countdown. Uh, let's okay. Just all right. All right. All right. Okay. Okay. Three, two, one.